Hello and welcome to Made a Hames Out of It. I'm Kate Hames and I hope you're having a fabulous day. Here at Made a Hames Out of It, we find disasters, curses and sometimes total fuck-ups, which are generally hilarious and usually only for our own pleasure, but it would be rude not to share. Let me explain the whole Made a Hames Out of It. A Hames is a piece of equipment used on horses. It is made from either metal or wood and is attached to the horse's collar. It then distributes weight evenly around the horse's neck and shoulders. Interesting, I hear you say, but what the fudge has that got to do with anything? Well, these Hameses are apparently quite tricky to attach or at least fit correctly. And so, many years ago, a saying was born, you made a right Hames out of that. And honestly, that fits so perfectly my ever so interesting family of Hameses, whose lives have often been tainted with ill fate, ironic missed opportunities, eerie cases of bad luck and an ominous air of being cursed. And with that in mind, I want to bring you some disasters from around the world, some curses, some misfortune. Are they all just random incidents, coincidences, or is something more sinister at play? The Cursed Olympics. Ancient Olympics date back to the 8th century and were held every four years in honour of the god Zeus. The first modern Olympics didn't take place until 1896 in Athens. There have been many mishaps, disasters and downright catastrophes happen at the Olympics, which is only to be expected really. It's a big, massive global event and if there was never a mistake made or a tragedy occurring, then I'd be mighty suspicious. But is there something else going on here? Is there a curse connected to the Olympics? Well, I'm going to try and find out. But I tell you now, this one hasn't been easy. Is that because there's not much to look at? Or is that because the powers that be are hiding the truth from us all? Now, of all the countries that there ever were, Greece, Australia, France and the United Kingdom are the only ones to have been represented at every single modern Olympic Games. Many countries at some point have boycotted the Olympics due to an array of political reasons, but we're not here to talk about politics. We're here to talk curses. Researching this one was hard work and I have very nearly given up several times. There's a lot of articles and info out there about the Olympics and the, and the disasters that befall them, but it's all very patchy and quite frankly a little dull. So let's settle in and see where this takes us. Let's start with Tokyo 2020. Tokyo was supposed to be the host of the Olympics in 2020. Obviously Covid put paid to that. But was it the curse that put those wheels in motion? It would seem that Tokyo has its own curse to deal with. One that has not only brought about the cancellation of one Olympic Games, but two. It's also apparently responsible for earthquakes, fires, unexplained deaths, terrifying lightning strikes and the bankruptcy of the Mitsui Finance Corporation in 2002. The supposed curse here though is that of a beheaded samurai known as 
Tyro no Masakado. He was beheaded over a thousand years ago by his enemies and the legend goes that if his burial place is not respected and looked after, he will bring bad luck and misfortune to those around him. And to be fair, it seems as though that's exactly what he is doing. The Olympics were supposed to be held in Tokyo back in 1940, but due to Germany rudely invading Poland, they were cancelled. And so the Olympic curse continues. This guy can't be responsible for everything that ever goes wrong in the Olympics though, surely. Let's have a look-see at the other curses of the Olympics. Now, maybe I'm just looking in the wrong place or is some sort of weird conspiracy to stop me reading about this curse, but every newspaper article I've read has said something along the lines of, the Olympics are cursed, 40 year Olympic curse. Then I go to read the full article and that's all there is to it. Tokyo's Olympics were cancelled due to the war in 1940. Then the Olympics were heavily boycotted in Moscow in 1980. And now the 2020 games are cancelled due to COVID. That's not enough evidence for me, I'm afraid. What happened to the years prior to 1940? 40 years before 1940 would have been 1900. These games were held in France and were known as Games of the Second Olympiad and were the first Olympic Games where women were allowed to compete. Clearly, this is where the curse kicks off, letting women join in, damn it. As I said earlier, we didn't get the modern Olympics until 1896, so to go back another 40 years takes us back to before they began. However, I did find the Wenlock Olympian Games dating from 1850. Their 1860 event did take place despite vile weather, these were held every year in Shropshire and by the sounds of it, both men and women were allowed to take part. How very modern of them. They even had an old women's race where the prize was a pound of tea. So, honestly, if we're going to look at this constructively, I don't think we've had enough Olympics to decide that there is a curse of the Olympics. Especially if the curse only comes round once every 40 years, that's just not enough data. Okay, as this one hasn't really gone the way I expected, I thought I'd share a few random Olympics facts, just for the sheer hell of it. At the 1900 Olympics, which were held in France, the Dutch rowing team didn't have a coxswain, that's the person who steers and coordinates the boat, so they picked some random local child and had him do it instead. And to this day, nobody knows who that child was. We don't even know his name. But we do believe that he was about 10 years old, which potentially makes him the youngest ever Olympic competitor. This particular Olympics was part of the World's Fair. There was an American golfer named Margaret Abbott who was attending the fair. She entered and won what she thought was a regular golf tournament but turned out to be the official Olympics game and she placed first. She didn't even realise until she'd got home. It seems to me that at the 1900 Olympics, nobody gave a tiny rat's ass about what was going on. There's just kids running around being random Dutch boat people's coxswains and women entering golf tournaments and they don't even know what they're doing. Then we have James Connolly. James Connolly was America's first ever gold medalist. And by gold, I mean silver, because when he won gold, the gold medal didn't even exist yet. It was first place silver, second place bronze, third place zilch, bye bye. 
At the time, James Connolly was attending Harvard studying the classics. He asked for leave from his corps so that he could participate in the Olympics, but unfortunately they refused. So he dropped out of college and went to the Olympics where he came first in triple jump. Harvard then offered him an honorary degree, which he refused. Ha! In your face, Harvard! Also, whilst researching this little tidbit, I happened to find out that Hilary Duff, Matt Damon, Tyra Banks and Natalie Portman all attended Harvard, which I thought was rather interesting, but has nothing to do with the Olympics, but meh. Right, well, that's enough of me prattling on about Harvard and the Olympics and clearly nobody giving a crap about what was going on most of the time. I do have the first of a mini made of hames out of it to share with you all. This is a personal little anecdote. A few years ago, I was on holiday in Ireland with my friends Sam and Gail. We had gone to drive around, visit a few different places, drink some Guinness and some whiskey, explore, etc, etc, blah, blah, blah. We arrived at our first hostel and we were unpacking and freshening up from that long flight all the way from England to Ireland. My friend Sam wanted to brush her teeth and asked me to pass her the toothpaste. I did and she began brushing said teeth. A few moments later she asked what type of toothpaste is this as it felt really weird and wasn't foaming up. At that exact same moment I found the actual toothpaste in my toiletry bag and turned to Sam to tell her wondering what I'd actually given her. It was germaline. Sam was brushing her teeth with germaline. If you have any questions, comments or suggestions, please feel free to contact me either on Facebook or Instagram at MadeAhamesOutOfIt or on Twitter at MadeAhames. If you're interested in sponsoring MadeAhamesOutOfIt, then please check out the website MadeAhames.com and click on Mahui Podcast to get in touch. Stay fresh, cheese puffs. <laughs>